Script podcast. We're recording live, at least we were at the time, from sunny Omaha, Nebraska at NEJS Conf 2018. The Nebraska JavaScript Conference always has a great speaker lineup, and this year is no different. Over these five episodes, we'll be talking to several conference participants, including keynote speakers Clarissa Peterson, a UX expert, and Lori Voss of NPM. And in this episode, two of the conference organizers and even a couple of attendees. In our fourth podcast of this series, we'll be talking to Lindsay Pfeiffer and Zach Leatherman. NEJS Conf organizers, and attendees Andy Isaacson and Corbin Hagawat. Zach and Lindsay have just wrapped up a crazy day helping keep the conference running smoothly. We'll talk about the Safari, Train, Wizard, and Space themes of the past and present conferences, what on and off the record means, and why more tech conferences should take place in the Midwest. Andy and Corbin share their experiences at the conference, and we accidentally end up talking a lot about React Native with Andy. AI. Hi. I think these are going to come out a few days Did apart you say from hi each or other. I. I don't know. You are Bahamian, so I. there might be some pirate in there. Hi. 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 Um, and we have some more guests. We're... Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Sure. I'm Lindsay Pfeiffer, organizer for Nebraska JavaScript Conference. I am Zach Leatherman, also an organizer for the Nebraska JavaScript Conference. And you guys have some stuff you want to plug? We're at Nebraska JavaScript Conference right now. <laughs> it's so, pretty cool. Yeah, get your tickets for next year. They're not available. I thought you had some SoundCloud or... Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Check out Lindsay's SoundCloud. Yes. Oh, yes. We'll, we'll plug all of my things. Nice. Okay. iTunes and Spotify, yep. all that. Yeah, everything. Okay. <laughs> all right. Streaming. YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, that's right. With singing channel. cats and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I love cats. <laughs> nice. Singing cats. Singing cats. They also code. You should cats listen. Cats are friends with unlikely animal duos. No, listen, you should listen <laughs> yes, to yes. Beth's talk because she has a website where you upload a music file and it changes it into cats singing. Oh my god. That's a game changer. That sounds incredible. I told her that, she was like, I don't know what the value is and I, or something like that, and I said, I think the value is self-evident. Uh, right. Yes. Her entire talk today was filled with cats and pizza, pizza cats. and tacos. Pizza An incredible cats, amount. I'm sad that I had to miss that. It, I think even saw some lasers, that was pretty cool. Yeah, wow. it was Her cool. imagery was amazing. Yeah. Oh, it was so on point. Like, it went so well with everything. Yeah. I, I props to the speakers this year for really owning the theme. That, I don't think we've had that in the past. <laughs> yeah, this, was, this is pretty The space theme? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, normally it's just the organizers running around kind of looking dumb it, well, it's usually, and embracing it. Yeah. It's usually Nick dressed up like a clown. Right. Yeah, and then we kind of have like accessories. Just, yeah, well, yeah, two years ago, what, he dressed up as a safari guy? Yeah, we yeah, had that. was the first show. That was the first zoo theme. It was just, oh, he was a train conductor. Yeah, train conductor. The that cool thing year. that the cool thing that Nick I did like when trains. he was the train conductor was that throughout the day he would like put more coal on his yeah, face. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So he's he getting really progressively dirty. Yeah, he really dirtier as the day went on. I yeah, forgot so it was about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it took him a while to get that off actually. <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick puts a lot of effort into his he costumes, really and this year we've kind of spread it out amongst the or- other organizers as well. Yeah, yeah, it's quite cohesive this year. What was the theme last year? Wizards. Magic. Yeah, wizards. music. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, wizards and uh, magic. Okay. Yeah. And they had the glowing Saudi Arabian... I forgot right. about that. Yeah. Right. Man. I, yeah, that wasn't really an explicit reference to the to the Saudi Arabian <laughs> orb. <laughs> but it's going to work it out happened that way. way. I don't, yeah. I mean, it was intentional, but we never... 
We never uh, overtly Secret tied them out. together. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This is the first. This, this isn't going out way. anywhere, is it? Yeah. This isn't. Yeah. Not even recording. Okay. No, not recording. Off the record. You guys are journalists, right? Off the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's off the record. Yeah. Off the record totally. I can say that afterwards, right? <laughs> you could say that. I don't have to say it before. Is that like putting, on, putting somebody on the DL post? Or I don't really know anything active. about journalism, but I, yeah. I think that if you want it off the record, you have to say it before yeah. and not after. Yeah. There's no retroactive off the record. Yeah, oh, I don't darn. think okay. that counts, right. especially if it's like recorded. <laughs> Too, late. Too late. We got him. <laughs> so how long have you guys been involved with Nebraska.js? The meetup or the conference? The, uh, like the meetup, I guess. The the larger Nebraska.js gathering. Honestly, Nebraska.js is almost... It's nine years old wow. this year. Yeah. I took over in 2012, I believe, six years ago. Then Nick became the official lead organizer, I think, this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this year he took over as lead organizer of the meetup. So yeah, a long time. Then we started doing the conference. conference four years ago. Yeah. Did you guys get involved with it around the same time? Or? I just like hung around the meetup. And I don't know. I just got like you were in the orbit. Yeah, like I just got like absorbed, pulled in. I don't know how that happened. I, didn't I ask you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was an explicit yes, thing on my I part. I guess that's what happened. I got asked. I don't know how. Yeah, I, I um, that I got wrapped into the conference, so that was pretty sweet. But yeah, we've been in it, the conference at least since the beginning. So for years. Yeah, we would not be still doing the conference if Lindsay hadn't been involved. It would have, oh. yeah. She does a lot. I was going to say she was running around like a chicken with her head cut off three years ago. All the time. Yes. yes. Like yes. every year. No, I mean, it's just. Oh, everywhere. yeah. Yeah. Yep. We've had varying degrees of venue participation and help that we get from the venue. So this yeah. year has been very relaxed. It's been amazing. Yeah. Having a full service venue is a game changer, guys. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> awesome. It really changes a lot. We have eight organizers just because it's a lot yeah it's a lot of work yeah. so it's good to spread it out it's like having a wedding every year it's just oh, ridiculous yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we make it hard a lot harder for ourselves too because we move around every yeah. time we haven't ever been to the same venue yeah. twice so and the themes that takes like a fair amount of creativity too to kind of like make sure that we're yeah. branding appropriately yeah just so people I don't know what other people have said about the conference on the podcast but this year we're doing a space theme and all the organizers have orange flight suits and yep. oh yeah I guess they can't see us huh right we did yeah <laughs> hopefully they'll see the pictures <laughs> and then we did like a a slow motion walk in a la Armageddon at the beginning which was pretty oh, cool yeah. yes videos to come online shortly nice. yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah we, four years so you guys were around when you decided to do the conference then? The conference was originally born out of, so me and Nick had gone to JSConf, I don't even know, probably 2013, yeah. 2014, around that time. Uh, we went together and JSConf is just like, I don't know what it is about the conference, but they really inspired a lot of people to start their own conferences. So they'd go back to their wherever they lived, in this case Omaha. And so we really got inspired there to start a conference here. And it did take us a couple years after that to get going, but... Yeah, so it was really just inspired by JSConf, and I think they're starting up again this year, too. Yeah. Oh, JSConf wow. US, so. You said that you guys have a meetup. Right. How often do you guys meet? That's a good question. We, we do. Uh, usually it's, like, every other month. Right, it's, bi- it's yeah. bi-monthly. It definitely dies down as the conference organizing yeah. ramps yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peak conference planning. Kind so of I don't think we've had one maybe in, like, yeah. two or three months, but... 
yeah. we kind of count the conference as a meetup just in terms of we don't want to do anything for the meetup this month. It's like ultra social meetup. There yeah. you are. Yep. That yep. costs money. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So is it a good idea to run a JavaScript conference? Should everyone be doing it? Yeah. Like, if they can do it well, right? I think it's an awesome experience. I think that especially in communities that are smaller and maybe don't have a lot of regular conferences, that it's really nice to kind of bring some more focus to maybe something a little bit more specialized and not just have like a giant out of the like box conference that is just everything. Yeah. yeah, I think having ours specific to one programming language is important yeah. just because we're not a huge we're not a huge market. But at the same time, the economics of the conference kind of work out that we can charge enough to bring speakers in from the outside. So we've had international speakers at every single year, I believe. Yeah, yeah um, every year. So yeah, it's worked. I think it's worked out great. Mm-hmm. I think it's really exposed people outside of Omaha, Nebraska to the great development community that we have here and the good talent that we have locally. So I would say it's definitely definitely paid off for sure. Yeah. Was it important to kind of have that existing Nebraska JS meetup group already in place before you did the conference? Yes. Yeah. I think the community here is so strong and so close and I th- like we had a lot of buy-in just off the bat right. like the first year. Cool. Yeah, and we had a very successful meetup and that's yeah. actually how we got connected with sponsors in the beginning. We wouldn't have been able to do it the first year no. without sponsors. So, yeah, we, we've always been very lucky to have a lot of good sponsors come in and help us out. So, yeah, every year it's been great. What's it like when the guy that's organizing the conference and that has all the badges, like, shows up late? <laughs> that's a very specific <laughs> reference. It it's, it's almost like you are privy to some... <laughs> Uh, inside information. Hypothetically. <laughs> Do you want to go off the record? Off the record. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's go off the record. record. Yeah. Can we mute? Can we stop recording? Just stop. I need verbal confirmation. Okay. Oh, what's that like? So, uh, the first year we ran the Rescue JavaScript Conference, one of the organizers, we'll just call him Nick N. <laughs> no, that's much too obvious. We'll go N Nisi. Rick Nisi. All right, exactly. We won't name him, the person that will not be named. Forgot all of the badges at home. Or no, he overslept in the morning. And so we're all kind of waiting around. And people are filtering in. They're like showing up to the conference. They're signing in. They're not getting a badge. We're all just kind of sitting around twiddling our thumbs waiting for Nick to show up. It was not good. Meanwhile, I was like an ad hoc ad to the conference that year. And I was freaking out because I'm super OCD. So I was like... We're, what's going on? Why don't we have the badges? This is horrible. Well, like. and, and it made it worse because it was our first year and we didn't really know what was a fire and what wasn't a fire, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. anything that went wrong was just like disastrous even though it wasn't it worked out fine it was fine like the conference went super well but us in the moment everything was on fire like the entire time (laughs) yeah that's the thing you kind of get with experience is that stuff's going to go wrong but you need to be able to prioritize what's a fire and what's a lit match it's it's a lot easier (laughs) to let things go this this time around Like, oh, well, next year we won't do that. On your fourth kid, like, who even cares? (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, exactly. That's a very good analogy. You don't even pack a bag (laughs) your third kid. I I have one. He's he's the voice of experience. Oh, man. We didn't didn't pack a bag. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, oh, you're you're ready? Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll come back after we're done and get get the bag. I'll pack post 
<laughs> right. Post delivery. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you, you're better no, at winging there's it. There's no reason to get all right. wrapped up beforehand. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I really enjoyed the moment I learned that Nick Nisi, a person unrelated to the guy we've just been talking he's about, not real. <laughs> he's not real. He's not real. He's not real. Oh, it's, a, it's interesting that you would bring him up uh, right completely after, out of the blue. Yeah. It's, really <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's Apropos really, of nothing, <laughs> I really enjoyed like learning that he gets like super nervous during the conference. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Because when you, looking at him, you wouldn't know that he's not like a, super, a cool cucumber. Yeah. So yeah. The, that's why. It's super uh, silly, well, maybe right? I shouldn't mention this this unrelated story really to the first year of the Rick conference. Is it about but Rick the person that the person that slept in, yeah, yeah. the unrelated person that totally. slept in, yeah. had stayed up very late. Like nervously working on something that did not need to be done for yep. the conference. Yep. It didn't have any puns, did it? It it was it, it was the interstitials between the speakers, so we'd put up like speaker photos or whatever when we're setting up there. Oh yeah. He spent all night working on it because he was so nervous he couldn't sleep, and so he just was occupying his mind, and he finally crashed and then slept in too late. Yeah. Rick, we're talking about Rick, right? Rick. Yep. Yeah. Just a yeah. Rick, we, I don't think Rick I named the. Who I was talking about, but oh, just right. the okay. organizer. Okay. Just the unnamed organizer. Unnamed organizer. <laughs> so we don't want to blame. Any, we don't want to blame anybody. No, no, no. There's. You're no all the unnamed organizer. Right. Yeah. We're all Spartacus. It's, yep. That's exactly. right. That's yep. right. Yep. <laughs> oh, this has all been. This has all been super fun, and it's fun seeing that there's different commonalities every year to what people talk about, and different threads are running through them. It's really, it's been neat to come here for you know three years in a row. Yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah. A, I still can't believe that this is our fourth year. Like, it just does not feel like that much time has gone by. Right. <laughs> just wait till it's your time. For That's it. what the themes oh, are for, gosh. so you can keep track. Right. Yeah. That is. That is. How that is kind of, of how it is. Like what? It <laughs> was the one. Train, was it? Yeah. It was the one. It was with the animals. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's animals. That year. I don't know when it was. It I'm was the. Insane. I'm the opposite. It feels like we've done it ten times already. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So now you're a seasoned pro. <laughs> right. You have to do all the techie stuff, though. So, like, I do, like, all the event stuff, and, like, you do all, like, a bunch of I know, the techie but that's, stuff. Yeah, I don't like doing what you do. <laughs> and you don't like doing out. what I do. That's, that's fair, yeah. <laughs> that's how you know delegation works correctly. Cool. Well, I think we have to send you back to work now. Do you? Yeah. Do yeah. you have to? We do. I think you guys are the ones that ask if we sent back to work when we started this podcast. <laughs> it's so nice to sit, though. Like, <laughs> having fun. Yeah, that was a good break. I dig yeah. it. You could just sit back here and <laughs> just pretend. Hang. We could just turn the recording off and just talk. I mean, that's it. fine if nothing goes wrong. If something right. goes yeah. wrong, I, we got to be in there. So yeah. yeah, you could just be. No, I'm doing my responsibility out here. <laughs> yeah. It's just space related. I I'm gonna fall asleep in the corner after nervously working on slides all night. There you go. Yeah. I was outside working on the solar array. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> we better put you guys back to work because you guys are looking pretty tired sitting there. Yeah. yeah. Well, we only got two more talks, so home go. stretch. Run oh, the home yeah. stretch. Yeah, yeah. No more breaks after this. Wow. Almost Man. done. It's almost over. Time flies. <laughs> it's only like nine months of planning, and it goes into the next ten minutes, but it's fine. <laughs> nice. I mean, I, not ten minutes. I didn't really think about it that talks. way, but yeah, you're kind of, that's pretty spot on. Yeah. Like, well, just like, you know, 11 months for a day. Yeah. <laughs> that is really what it is. <laughs> it really is. But the, I don't know. I don't know how much more you want to keep me talking about this. But we'll this conference has been kind of like almost remote work just because yeah. everybody's kind of getting older and getting more kids, and so mm -hmm. we can't really meet in person as much. So all of our meetings, almost all of our meetings have been virtual, and we're, but you're all we work asynchronously. No, and, oh. not anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah, she lives in California now. Yeah. yeah. That's far away. 
Uh, I moved in January. I got a new job. <laughs> and they don't let you work remotely, huh? Well, I mean, I can if I want to. <laughs> not that uh, remotely. But like not not like full time. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. And like I'm not a, I'm not off a the record. This is off the record. <laughs> this, is different, right? this is on the low. As long as you say it after. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a developer either, so I have to be in the office. Have you written code before? I have. You have written one line of code? I've written multiple lines of code. Okay, then you're a developer. Okay. <laughs> you're a developer. Once a developer, always a developer. Oh, okay, well then. There's no gatekeeping. I'm an honorary developer. I think that's what I was called at my last job. I was like my, not the one before. You can just drop the first part. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace it. I'm calling you a developer. All right, fine, all right. I'm a developer. If the conference organizer doesn't have the credibility to bestow developer title on someone, What's it Who even does? for? Right. <laughs> Who does? That's right. That's right. Well, thanks for sitting down with us. Yeah, yeah it's been great. Thanks for it's coming by again. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you next year, right? Now we know the full history of Nebraska JS. That's you right. Do. We'll see you again next year, probably. Theme to be determined. Theme to be determined. Be on the lookout for the website and the tickets. Yes. yes. Which NEJSConf. wants you to get right now. NEJSConf.com. You, you can buy this year's tickets. Um, you could, those are still available? At the very least. <laughs> they, could, they could buy a ticket right now. And That's a good question. I don't know if we two. took down the registration yeah. website yet. Um, oh, we did. Wait. So you'll still, still walk up. <laughs> you can still buy right the, this second. The link does not exist. Yeah. The URL the, probably does. Unfortunately, yeah. this podcast is going to be out after. <laughs> Let's why, just put it this way. You can always you give us money. <laughs> The and we date can, for next year might be up, so like there you go. we can give that. you can buy a full price ticket for this year, and we'll let you redeem it next year. Yeah, if you're yeah. listening to yeah. this in like June of 2019, buy your ticket. I will, buy a ticket. I will say that the super early bird price that's available right now is more than the cheaper early bird price that will come out later. So you might want to wait. We'll just save yeah. that one. Okay. Yeah. And if it's 2020, then you're, get your tickets for 2020 in Nebraska JS. <laughs> You can right. always send us money to our Stripe email. Yeah. yeah. There you go. No problem. Oh, NEJS 2020. That's a heavy thought, man. Ugh. I feel like you gotta do something really special. Like, once you cross five years, like, you gotta, it's like marriage. You gotta keep it, like, interesting, right? That's right. Oh. <laughs> like, maybe host NEJS Conf in Iowa. <laughs> in the five year. You know what? All my coworkers are like, why don't you just move it to California? I'm like, well, Nobody I don't think it's in JSConf in California. I don't think yeah. that's. I don't think it would be Nebraska JavaScript then. Yeah. You guys? See, here's the thing. <laughs> this be. is what I don't get. Why don't? Why aren't tech conferences in the Midwest? It's the shortest distance for everyone. Yeah. It really? Yeah. That's a good point. Hmm. Instead, they're on the coast, and somebody's got to fly. Yeah. There's some Very fun. True. There's some fun towns in the Midwest too. There so, are. We have some East Coast and West Coast people here. Today. See, that wouldn't happen. Had Nebraska JS been in California. This is true. This is so true. No, I think it's a fair point. Also, it's cheaper to have stuff here, too. That's right. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to know what it costs to put on a conference in the Bay Area. I'm not. <laughs> that yeah, sounds that's awful. ridiculous. <laughs> You're not going to do that charging $200 a ticket. I can no, definitely not. It's Brian and Neil again. Hi, Neil. Reading our children's books. Reading children's books. Children's books in case you die Can prematurely. Can I do Harold the Purple Crown? Because... Harold the Purple Crown is my favorite. Okay. All right. Just kidding. We're at Nebraska JS. Still. Still. And we have more guests yes. that were well, attendees from the conference. More guests. Well, if they put this one before the other one, 
then the plural word works, and if they don't, then they can edit out the S. Okay. That'd be quite the clip. Yeah. All right. So we have Andy Isaacson here. Excellent, Andy, yes. Andy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm a Omaha resident. I uh, work remotely for a company in California called Udacity. We do online technical education. Everything from front-end web development to flying cars, robotics, machine flying learning. Cars. I think, flying cars, yeah. I think yeah. I'm watching that uh, machine learning class from there. It's real good. Highly recommended. It. It's great stuff. I think it's a free one. It's real good. Th there's a mix of, of free content and nano-degree programs that are paid offerings. And kind of nice. everything that you need to, like, get yourself a job in whatever in industry. Cars. In flying cars or self-driving cars or machine learning. So flying cars are on the radar. Our, our president of the company, Sebastian Thrun, was one of the, like, he started the self-driving car thing sure. at Stanford and at Google X, yeah. and is just like, he's one of these guys that's pushing the boundaries of technology okay. and, and the way that we do things and using artificial intelligence to make cool stuff. Yeah. Flying cars. Flying cars. They're called airplanes. I never quite understood what the difference was, <laughs> to be honest. Well. Like, it's, uh, like a, I mean, a private airplane is a flying car. Sort of. That is really expensive. But, no, it's like, not. I think there's some more. The, it's not a car because the wheels aren't powered by the motor. But I, I think there's also a, a sense of like, like how much. Easily fix that? <laughs> I think there's I a sense like of how much problems. you actually need a pilot to fly these things. Like how yeah, much are they yeah, yeah. autonomous, doing for themselves? Yeah, I, got I got you. You know yeah. that the average person could just jump in and, and use it like they yeah, use their car. Yeah, absolutely. No. So, Someday. So, what do you do at Udacity? So I am the uh, lead iOS engineer. Okay. My team makes the iOS app for learning on Udacity, sure. the platform for viewing any of those courses, yeah, yeah. as well as taking quizzes and watching videos and doing stuff offline. Nice. I'm here at NEJSConf because I do a lot of the back-end work. We do a lot of node services to support our app, yeah. and I also uh, dabble in React Native myself. Very nice. Which we did a little bit of at Udacity and uh, since ripped out. Since ripped it out. Well, it's been one of these things. I, I don't know if you've seen like... I've heard a little bit of grumbling. Airbnb just yeah. published a big postmortem where they... And they had been one of the biggest contributors and biggest proponents. Yeah. They were the big company that everybody pointed to that they're like, yeah, React Native is a real thing because <laughs> these guys are doing it. Yeah. And then they came out with this big article about how, well, we're not doing it anymore. We took it out. And so... Surprise! Yeah, exactly. And we actually, uh, we pulled it out of our code. One of our engineers wrote up a postmortem too. So we sort of jumped on that train. And it's interesting, and you're starting to see the backlash too of companies that are being like, well, here's why we stuck with React Native. Sure. And we're still using it. And yeah. So. so we'll put a link to the blog post, the postmortem in the show notes. But Yeah, it was in several parts. It was actually a really great read. Yeah, yeah. So what's kind of the high-level overview reasoning behind it? I, yep. To sum up, several blog posts in yeah. two seconds. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. A lot of it was, and Airbnb was in the same position we were, where we had a brownfield app. So we had existing native apps, yeah. and we were trying to add new features in React Native. You know, the benefit being we could write it once and add it to the Android app and the iOS app. And it ends up that's a lot more complicated than just starting from scratch with React Native and right. sticking in that ecosystem. Right. So a lot of those integration pains were really problematic. I think one of the big issues, and, and both of these kind of mention them obliquely, is that engineers who have trained in native environments, especially in mobile environments, they don't really want to stray from that. Sure. They know how to do their thing really well yeah. and are not as interested in, in sort of veering away from that. Yeah. So you see, I mean, I think a lot of the argument for React Native these days comes from people with teams of web developers, companies yeah. with teams of web developers that then want to have a mobile presence. Right. And that don't necessarily have the native know-how, the native yeah. knowledge to begin yeah. with. And that wasn't true for our team. So you have like 
Objective C guys, Swift, whatever. Oh yeah. yeah, we are we are almost about to delete the last vestiges of Objective C from our code base, wow. which is very exciting. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got some guys who do amazing things with Swift. And that's a totally different paradigm than than JavaScript. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Though we're borrowing concepts too, so you know oh, we sure, use sure. we use RX Swift to do reactive yeah. type things. Right, right. It's not quite as clean as you know Redux and and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the React framework as it is, but. You know, it at least lets us borrow some of the principles and, and use best practices moving forward. Right, right. So this has always fascinated me, and I've never looked into it. How exactly does React Native work? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. It's reasonable. Like React on the web, oh, yeah. your building blocks are divs, HTML elements, yeah. right, spans. So it uses the same exact React library, but instead of these building blocks are now views, text, these sort of things. And these okay. map to native elements. Right. So you're using React as a layout engine, as a component manager for putting native elements on the screen. And so it's not like Cordova and PhoneGap right. where it was just... Where it's just a web browser. And, and this is a really common misconception. In fact, yeah, I had... I, I never thought that, but I just never... I didn't get it. I've had uh, product people at my company come and tell me, no, no, we shouldn't use this because they've been burned by HTML-like things oh, sure. on mobile in the past. Well, I've worked on several Cordova apps, and it's, it's yeah, right? a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the butt, and it's a substandard user experience yeah. when you're done with it. It feels yeah. like you're using a, a janky website on your phone. Absolutely. And... React Native is not that, yeah. but it uses JavaScript, and it kind of looks, you know, it's JSX, it looks like HTML, so people tend to just lump them in the oh, same sure, bucket. Sure, sure. But yeah, but, but because once you take those primitives that you're talking about, you can do it on iOS, you can do it on Android, and you can even do it on the web. They have ways to take the same code and run it, you know, just with instantiating those native objects. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm still just kind of, I've never looked into it, and I've yeah. been a little scared to <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. It's still JavaScript. Your JavaScript gets uh, shipped with your app. Yeah. It is still interpreted. There are bottlenecks that occasionally come from the bridge between JavaScript and your native code that you have to sort of work around sometimes. Gotcha. But the nice part is, too, you can do over-the-air updates with things like code push. So you don't have to go through the App Store approval process again. You know, if you have a, a, uh, an update that you need to push out now, get it to code push. It goes out the next time someone starts up the app. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's a huge... Thing for me, I mean, I put that in the win column, big win column. Right, right. Yeah. It's one thing that you kind of wish you had back. Yeah, Solving yeah. real problems covers a multitude of sins, for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, cool. Can you tell us kind of what's on the horizon for you, Dasson? Yeah, we're doing a lot of cool stuff with really investing in mobile-first content. Okay. You know, we've sort of looked at our mobile app as, as something, well, hey, it was a way to take videos on the go, yeah. you know, sort of consume the same content we're doing on the web, just on a smaller device. And that works, but it only works so well. So we've got some great things coming out to be able to show very mobile-friendly, animated introductions, quizzes, even interstitials in the middle of uh, your content to yeah. reinforce the things that you do. We're investing into things like flashcards, things to be able to do on the go that we think will act as a, an addition to your web learning experience. Very cool. Or your mobile learning experience. Is just. Nice. And yeah, we just dropped uh, version 5 on iOS, has a whole new look, has some... Uh, completely re rejiggered our uh, download system and our uh, catalog. Lots of one-star reviews. Right. <laughs> we'll see. It yeah. looks different. I don't, yeah, it looks different. <laughs> it looks different. But hopefully we're solving a lot of the problems that we've gotten bad reviews for in the past. So we're hoping that all those people come back and rate us highly again. <laughs> right, right. Do you have some good takeaways from the Nebraska JS conference? Yeah, it was. there's a lot of good stuff. A lot of it geared towards uh, web developers, which I am not. But especially the last talk, looking at sort of the ethics of of software, and this is something you know we're. I'm almost very concerned with 
with privacy and with looking at how software can be used to exploit data that people voluntarily give or not. Yeah, yeah and it, it's really important stuff that we should be thinking about. So I, I enjoyed that last talk. Cool. Well, thank you for sitting down with us. Yeah, happy to do it. We're live. This is a Top Script podcast at NEJSCOM, -E aka Nebraska JS. Nebraska JS, and and this is the after show, after show, after conference party. Yep. My name's Corbin. Hi, Corbin. Yeah. How's it going? Corbin. Do you have a last name? Yeah, Hogawatt. Good luck with that. Okay, I'll, I'll let you say that. All right. <laughs> so how do you think the conference went? You have fun today? Oh, man, the conference was excellent. Especially that last talk really drove home some really strong points. And that was on the ethics of development? Yeah, ethics and software. She really gave us sort of a mission, like going out, taking that mission with us, being mindful. So. Don't get yourself arrested. Yeah. Don't be Hitler. I Don't think that Hitler. was one of them. That That's was like a, the last slide, actually. It was a super Hitler. good tip. So basically, Google's old mantra of don't be evil? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Is this your first time at Nebraska JS? No, actually, I, I came to the conference last year. Cool. Yeah. And they have like a different take on a technology conference. Do you yeah. kind of get the, get a good feeling about that from the talks yeah. today? Yeah, I've been to a few other conferences, and sometimes they're very like corporate-focused, corporate-heavy, yeah. and this one seems to be more community-focused, and... You know, the different theme every year really drives that point home of, you know, we're just trying to have some fun and get people involved. So it's nice. Yeah, I really liked, the, I mean, the, kind of the, the big themes I've been seeing are like engineering is important. Mm -hmm. We're yep. seeing a lot of technologies that are about solidifying areas of the app that we've really had to stitch together with bailing wire bailing and wire. duct tape. <laughs> We're seeing them really be formalized into real things. And then, yeah, like the idea of responsibility as well, like with the accessibility talk, with yeah, the ethics talk. Yeah. And yeah, like, those, I think have, that, those have a big impact. Yeah. You know, I'm last year I brought that to the attention of the my previous employer, and who knows what they're doing with it now, but at least they were receptive, whereas yeah. I know they didn't even have that worm in their ear. Right, right. So this it has it has an impact, whether whether it's immediately visible or not. Yeah, it makes it feel like I mean it's nice seeing web dev have that kind of progress where it feels like it's becoming a real programming language, like a real way to develop applications. Yeah. More than, it, it has felt kind of hobbyist for a while. Yeah. And, and seeing that is nice. Well, I mean, that 1991 <laughs> flashback yeah. with, uh, what, what were they called? Like the, the frames? Frame sets. Yeah, frame sets <laughs> and frames. Know there. No, I was, I was two years old. Yeah. 93, I think, is when he said he published that website. Uh, 99. 99, there, yeah. yeah. I was 8. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even programming yet. Yeah. For us, it was a blast. I was 17. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst time. 99? Yeah. yeah, I was 17. 16? I don't know. I showed him the, the page that I made when I was in 1999, and it has frame sets. So. Do you have... Do you have a screenshot or something? You can yeah, post I'll show you on, like, right here. It's still live. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh man. But he did. Welcome to Neil's unlike homepage. Ben, unlike Ben, Neil did not do his uh, his date correctly. One nine one one eight. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. You're yeah. in the future now. There is a, yeah. There's an obsession with displaying the current date. Oh yeah, really I remember that. It's, Browsing get, AOL. It's just to show that you know JavaScript. I don't you know, know what you're doing if you can put the current date on. Yeah, that's right. Oh, super. Yeah. 
I'm actually so, going to see if I can put that on our new website we're coming out with. That like, yeah. So, uh, so put do, that right do you there. live here in Omaha? I'm recently married, and my wife and I bought a house way before we got married. We're out west near Gretna. Not too far, but okay. it's about 30 minutes. Yeah. And so you, you work here in Omaha for a, for a tech company? Uh, actually, well, yeah, I work here in yeah. Omaha, but they're they're a company based in Lincoln. Okay. Spreetail is the, the company's name. Okay. An e-commerce company. Yeah, yeah. Kind of get into a little bit of the, the numbers, I guess. Like, yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is that they've, they've consistently doubled the size of their company every year for the last several years. Uh, I think last year they had 150 employees and by the end of this year, they're probably gonna be about 450 wow. to 500. And, and we've, did they send you here? No, they didn't send, well, actually that's true. They did send me here. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, Nick, if you're listening. Um, yeah. Go Nick, easy on him, Nick. Nick hooked me up with a ticket this morning, nice. last minute. So nice. I was, I was kind of lucky since I'm not doing JavaScript work right now, yeah. but I still like to be involved with that tech side of things. Yeah. So it's, 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 cool. it's good to see companies here in the Midwest investing in technology like this. It's kind of that Midwest mentality of we're going to take care of our workers. Yeah, and you know, you bring that up, but that's actually part of our mission at Spreetail. We want to make a dent in the universe, and yeah. so we do that by obviously making wealth for our company, and but we reinvest that wealth back into our community. Spreetail, you may, if you're ever in Lincoln, you may see a bunch of volunteer opportunities. We're doing a backpack drive. We're opening an Austin, Texas office location, and we're gonna be going down there for a company trip in the middle of August, and we're gonna be doing the same thing there, where the entire company is gonna be packing backpacks and like giving that to nice. nonprofit organizations. So definitely a Midwest value. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Cool, it's nice chatting. Yeah, it's nice chatting with you guys too. If I can, can I give a shout out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, big shout out to my homeboy Justin who just got he just had interviews at Google for an iOS position and I'm hoping he hears back good news recruiter said everything looked good so we'll see how that goes so but if he didn't we'll edit this out that's right yeah <laughs> we got a good thing going on ba, 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 ba.